Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Couch Potato Podcast. On this week's show, Lucas and I are joined by my son, Jack, the Brotato Tot, as we talk about 2009 Zombieland. You know, we're going to do the usual. We're going to talk about our favorite scenes, our favorite lines, who wins the McLovin Award this week, and more. So, without further ado, we present Zombieland. Welcome to Zombieland. When life gives you a greatest hits collection of nightmares, it's time to nut up or shut up. Are you serious? All right, welcome back to this week's episode of the Couch Potato Podcast. I'm Russ, and with me, as always, is the man that was voted most handsome in the city of New Carlisle, Lucas. How's it going, man? <laughs> Boy, that's quite the honor. It's I, I, That can't be that hard to do. And uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I also found out that my co-host is uh, apparently handsome Dan's me all every episode. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Yeah, I just think in my mind, like, God, I wish he'd shut up. <laughs> um, also on this week's episode, we are joined by the Brotato Tot, the return of Jack. Jack, how are you, little buddy? I'm all right. How are you guys? Doing good. Doing good. Good to see you. Good to see you, buddy. Um, this was actually the movie we're doing tonight was your choice, wasn't it? Yep. Uh, we're doing Zombieland today. Uh, this is probably what one of your five or six favorite movies of all time. Number one, awesome. I was gonna say For I sure. remember there was a stretch where you pretty much watched one and two pretty much every day. Basically every day, once or twice a day. Yeah, see, that's how much uh, that's how much he loves zombies. So I've seen this movie at least. 10 or 11 times. Yeah, so you've seen it more than I have, so you're probably going to be better at talking about this than me and Lucas. Probably. Yep, I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step out, boys. Good luck. Yeah, I'll just lead you. You just talk to me uh, about this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Bro. All right, so, Zombieland. Um, so, Lucas, when was the first time you seen this movie? I saw this movie in theaters, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, probably opening week. I was, I, if I remember correctly, I don't. I'm getting old. I can't remember shit. <laughs> I remember, and the only reason I remember this is because uh, the release date. Uh, I remember I went and seen this on my birthday. This is like we did a big thing for my birthday, and this is like this is what kicked off my birthday evening was we went and seen Zombieland. <sighs> Tells you how good of a friend I am. I wasn't even there. Or it shows you how uh, low on the totem pole you were at the time. We may have just not invited you. That is fair. I, I'm pretty sure I'm back to that level with everybody crushing me on the bottom, you know? If I couldn't bust your chops, I mean, what kind of friend would I be? <laughs> yeah, all right. I mean, if you if you weren't giving me shit, then there would be something wrong. Right. Jack, what about you, man? When was the first time you watched Zombieland? Uh, probably last year when I was court in online schooling, probably, or... Or in the summer when I used to, like, play video games when I had my Xbox in the living room or whatnot. That's probably when I seen Zombieland first. Yeah. That's, uh, that's grade-A parenting right there as I 
we let you watch rated R movies. But you know what, though? We were in the middle of a pandemic, so. Yeah, like, so what? People the rules dying. got thrown out the window. Yeah. <laughs> but see, you liked them, though, so. Yeah. And see, I watched the rated R movie much younger than you, so. Lucky. Yeah, me too. So I think we're okay. Y'all are lucky. Um, I did get to thinking, though, about, like, uh, the horror comedy, like the Shaun of the Dead's, this movie. Uh, where would you put this amongst, like, the best horror comedies of all time? Probably one or two. Uh, I still think Shaun of the Dead is a little better. Yeah. Um, although for for different reasons, um, I don't. I I feel like I feel like I know people that would be in Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> like mm-hmm. th- that would be their life. I don't really know anybody that would uh, that would be a Tallahassee. To be honest with you, maybe uh, maybe a guy we used to work with, Russ Lundquist. Uh, but hey, I would survive this, but hey. <laughs> But uh, uh, other than that, I don't really know anybody like that. But Shaun of the Dead, a bunch, you know, a stoner, lazy, works at a retail store. <laughs> we knew plenty of them. Yeah, I think uh, two guys on this show kind of fit that bill. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, there's another one, though. Um, and I, I, the name of it slipped in my mind. But the one where they accidentally kill people. It's those two friends that go out in the woods and they accidentally kill people. Oh, is it Tucker and Dale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That that is, I really awesome. like that movie too. You've seen Tucker and Dale, Jack? Yeah. I see. I've never seen it. What? Are you it's serious? A good one. You should check it out. It's awesome. Really? Yes. All right. Like these teenagers try to like kill Tucker and Dale, and they and basically the teenagers end up killing themselves. Basically. Yeah, it's it's a series of unfortunate events where they're trying to kill them, but they end up dying, and they think, like, Tucker and Dale are these hillbillies, and they yeah. end up killing themselves trying to kill them. And Tucker and Dale are horrified. They're like, why the hell are these kids killing themselves? <laughs> yeah, then this kid tried to have a gun, and he didn't know the safety was off, and then basically he just killed himself, basically. Wow. Yeah. I've taught you well, son. You're recommending movies to your old man now. Yeah, basically. Uh. Um, I know for me, like, I, Shaun of the Dead, uh, this movie, um, I don't know if it would be considered a horror comedy or not. I get a kick out of it. Army of Darkness, the third uh, Evil Dead movie. Oh, yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah, that Even one. Even if would... it doesn't necessarily mean to be. Yeah, that one would be on there. Um, I'd say Zombieland easily fits in the top five for sure. But, I mean, yeah. I guess apparently I haven't seen uh, Tucker and Dale. So, I can't I can't fully complete my list till I've seen this one. Well, I, definitely check it out. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'll give it a shot sometime since it's been recommended by uh, two people on the show. Um. Speaking of zombies, though, when we were talking about, like, you know, we basically said Shaun of the Dead and this one are probably amongst the top uh, horror comedies. It got me thinking, though, when we were uh, doing this episode, like, why do, like, why are zombie movies so popular? It's a good question. Um, I think it's more like the hero aspect of it. You know, somebody always ends up, even if they end up dying for a while, they, they fight off the horde and they, you know, they're the hero mm. for a while. I, I think it's it's one of those things where we'd all think we'd like to, or we'd all like to think we'd survive for a while, probably. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's a hero thing. Yeah. Maybe a, maybe a slight ego thing. Yeah, I... I just the, go ahead. So, sorry, I was going to say, just the thought of, like, all of a sudden a, a human is turned into, like, a flesh-eating... I don't even know how to describe a crazy person. Mm-hmm. I think is intriguing to people. <laughs> yeah. I think, too, like, you said, like, the hero aspect. I think it, like, it... Moviegoers like violence... Especially here in the Especially states, and I think Americans. it's just like, yeah, yeah and I, I think it's just one of those things where like, people like, you can just kill off as many people as possible, but it's not like the same thing. Yeah, you know, like if that were like, uh, say that that was a a group of uh, school teachers that just like get killed off at the beginning of this movie, it would be looked at a little differently than just a bunch of zombies. You know what I mean? I think it's because they're yeah. already dead. Yeah, it kind of reminds me. There was a big controversy a few years ago with uh, a Call of Duty game. You walk into an airport and you just m- essentially murder everyone in the airport, mm-hmm. and that was that was a big deal at the time. It was a big controversy. I think you know people got a, people enjoyed it because it's entertainment. It's a video game, but it was also controversial because it's you know living live quote unquote living people that you're going in there and murdering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just it's one of those things. If there was zombies, like if because I know Call of Duty does those uh, packs, the zombie packs. Now, if that were part of that, it would oh, okay, cool. A bunch of zombies are getting killed. Right. You okay over here? Yeah. Okay, I just see you keep tapping on the mic. Um, and I also think too, like uh, the zombie apocalypse. Like it kind of like I don't know. Sometimes I think it just makes people you know realize like. Hey, you know, it could be a lot worse, you know, like I could not have food. My friends and family could be dead. Right. There's that, that kind of aspect. You can kind of think about it without actually having to live it, you know? Yeah. It's an emotional thing too. Like you said, mm-hmm. Jack, why, why do you like zombie movies? Cause it seems like this is like in terms of horror movies, I think I catch you watching more zombie movies than anything. Why do you like zombie movies? Because like when the, say like a zombie group comes like, breaks into this house and there's like hostages being held and then the zombies like break down the door and they just start feasting. Define feasting. I don't know what that is. Feast. You, I said, I messed up my words. All right. <laughs> I, I thought, Hey, you're 10. I'm, you know, 43. Like I'm not, I'm not cool anymore. So like, I thought it was just like some kind of slang term. I didn't know about. <laughs> I, I did too. Honestly. Yeah, see, Lucas said. <laughs> all right, I missed up my words, all right? Okay, okay. <laughs> so th- so they start feasting. Yeah, that's what I meant. And then they, like, like I don't know how the virus spreads, but I guess it just f- spreads through their body, and then they just turn, and then they go find more people to eat, I guess. So you like them because there's that unknown of, like, how do these people get it? Yeah. And basically... You, let's be real. You like seeing like all the creative ways you can kill a zombie, right? Yeah, and I like I like seeing like the guts because I like to see how the producers like they make them and stuff. Oh, you like special effects? You like yeah. seeing all the gore? Yeah, I like special effects. I'm proud of you, son. <laughs> Thanks. I'm teaching you well. I guess so. All right. Well, let's get into the tail of the tape here, shall we? Shall we? Let's do it. All right, and also before we go any further, uh, I looked up harumph last week, and it means disagreement. So we're not going to that harumph's going to be barred from the show now. Harumph. Eh, we kind of made it our own thing. 
Okay, well. Oh, well, I guess so. We'll see how it floats. All right. It's, it's always going to be the back of my head, though. Yeah, me too. All right, The Tale of the Tape. This movie was released on October the 2nd, 2009. Wow, your birthday. Yeah. So, Impressive. Yeah, yeah, so. I wasn't invited. Yeah, the day that, uh, <laughs> the day that Lucas wasn't invited to something. Well, if you would have campaigned like you did to be in my wedding, you probably could have. Probably could have tagged along. That's true. Um, this movie stars Woody Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, Emma Stone, and Abigail Breslin. Uh, directed by Ruben Fleischer. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes score of 89% from critics and 86% from audiences. Uh, box office was $102 million on a $23.6 million budget. That's pretty good. That is really good. That's a big hit. I mean, they made like some... 80-something million dollars just from the movie. Just profit, yeah. Yeah. Um, found out this movie's not streaming anywhere. Oh. it's unfortunate. Wow. Yeah. So if you want to check this movie out, you'll have to rent it on iTunes or Voodoo or wherever you get your digital movies. Um, so we'll go into the uh, research corner here. Uh, not a whole lot to dig into with this when I was looking it up. I mean, there's yeah, some cool I stuff, but there wasn't a too. ton. Um, this movie was uh, successful enough to get a sequel. Made a uh, Zombieland Double Tap came out ten years later. Uh, we went and seen that together, didn't we? Yes, I did because I remember uh, we seen it. Uh, I think opening weekend, and there was somebody sitting next to you that kept commentating oh, during it. And I think you just told him <laughs> to shut the fuck up. I did. I remember that. They were talking about, how, wh- why don't they just Uber? It's the fucking zombie apocalypse. There's no fucking Uber people. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's you said to him. Yeah, I was, was baffled by that. But then again, that's society in general now. Ugh, I mean, would you? are that. you really that surprised that somebody would have said that? I, somebody said it out loud is surprising, but I'm sure yeah. there's more than one person that was thinking that. And I'm usually not like that, and I'm not usually outspoken like that. But when you just keep talking and talking through a movie, when it's something really stupid and obvious like that, just just shut up. I personally thought you were going to go old Richard Jenkins in uh, Step Brothers when Dale's talking to him about Nancy seducing him. And he just goes, shut the fuck up! <laughs> I should have I stood up and did that. Oh, you should have. I thought... Uh, I thought uh, me and Jack went and seen Venom a few weeks ago. I thought uh, I was going to have to do that to some kids. They start talking like right in the, the beginning of the movie and just like, it's like, dude, come on. Yeah, like one of the kids was like, can somebody give me a whole yell or whatever? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand that. I mean, I do it sometimes, but I don't do it all the time. And you, Not in the middle of a movie theater, right? No, I've taught you better than that. Um. This movie was originally supposed to be a TV show, but uh, I guess they couldn't... um, What did you say? I said, really? Yeah. It was supposed to be a television show, but apparently they couldn't get any interest from, like, television networks, so they decided to rework the script as a movie. That was... uh, What was the guy's name? Oh, yeah. Rhett Reese. That sounds like a professional wrestler name. (laughs) I was going to say, it sounds like a country star. Yeah, that's even better, like a country music singer. <laughs> or yeah. it'd be like the name of a rock band or something. No, that that name's not that cool to be a rock band. It's like Rhett Reese <laughs> and Toby Keith live. <laughs> it really sounds At like the that. War Memorial, Saturday uh, night, October 17th. 
<laughs> Tickets on sale now. <laughs> um, I thought this was kind of cool. Uh, John Carpenter. Yes, the John Carpenter of Halloween and The Thing and Big Trouble in Little China. Are you freaking uh, serious? He got a, a hold of the script, and he was interested enough in it to direct the pilot. But then when they couldn't get it greenlit, uh, they went to him to ask if he wanted to direct the movie, and he said he didn't really have the time for it, so he didn't direct the movie, which, as cool as this movie was, I I just kind of want to imagine a John Carpenter zombie land. Yeah, that would be I don't awesome. think it would have been as funny. Probably well, not. I, now, I don't know about that. I mean, John Carpenter has uh, a lot of his movies. Do vampires. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> not even the unintentional stuff with like vampires, but like Big Trouble in Little China is a pretty humorous wow. movie. There's a lot of humor in They Live. What's that? Hmm. That movie features uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper, an old wrestler. I know who that is. I have to show it to you sometime. It's really cool. What's it? It's about being able to see. Back. Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, uh, they live, uh, this guy can see aliens with wow. a special pair of sunglasses. Wow, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Lucas. Uh, to piggyback off of your TV series thing, I read that uh, the, um, and I can't remember, sorry if I stole this from your notes. I don't remember. I'm sure you in did. There, but the zombie kill of the week, that's where that idea came mm-hmm. from. Yep, I was actually just getting ready to say that too. Oh, my bad. Yeah, you did steal them from me. Well, you're welcome. Well, I'm sure you delivered them better. But um, the uh, I guess they did make a television show a few years later, which I vaguely remember, but I didn't. It didn't uh, register until I started researching this again. It was on Amazon for a year, and they had the same characters. They just cast them with new actors. I don't like when they do that. Yeah, they did a. I don't know if they did a whole season or whether it was a. Oh no, they just did a pilot, and I guess at the time Amazon was letting people vote on the shows they kept. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, the research, they said it got voted down. So I don't know if they were letting people like vote on the shows that they put out at the time. Um, I don't remember seeing that, but you might be right. Um, but yeah, like the I, pilot got voted I do down. I like that was a thing. Yeah, they got I voted do down. Like, we're stumbling over our words now. My bad. This, this is already becoming a shit show. Yeah. But it's our shit show. That's right. Yes. Um, but yeah, like they, I guess it got voted down. And what I thought was weird was the actor who was uh, who played Tallahassee in the show, guy's name was Kirk Ward, was considered for the role of Tallahassee in the movie. That sounds so oh. dumb. That does sound dumb. Like I can't picture anybody else but Woody doing this one. Yeah, Tallahassee in that movie was freaking awesome. Yep. Well, we'll get into. A little bit about Tallahassee later on. What do you say? Thank you. Um, all four of the leads in this movie were nominated for Academy Awards. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, Woody Harrelson for uh, Larry Flint, Eisenberg for The Social Network, uh, Abigail Breslin for Little Miss Sunshine, and then uh, Emma Stone. That, movie. that is a good movie. We need to do that at some point. What? And uh, Emma Stone was nominated twice for Birdman and La La Land, which she won for La La Land. I've never seen that still. Neither have I. Neither have I. Well, maybe we'll make that a thing we watch. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, sure. I don't know if I'll watch La La Land. I like I like the leads, but I just I don't know. It's not my wheelhouse. I don't even is know it, what It's a about. musical, right? 
I think so. I think it's kind of a hard, uh, callback to like the movies of like like the Gene Kelly, Fred Astaire type of movies, Song oh, and okay. Dance. Kind of like the plot of the movie was revolved around that. Um, Jamie Bell was originally cast as Columbus, but he had to drop out due to prior commitments. And then uh, I thought this one was kind of odd. I'm glad it never uh, happened, but Evan Rachel Wood and Megan Fox were considered for the role of Wichita. Why? I guess I could see Evan Rachel Wood doing it, but not Megan Fox. First off, normal people don't look like Megan Fox, so you're not going to run into her with her right. sister in, in the middle of where they at. They're in Texas most of the time, right? Yeah, I think they're in the south. So, yeah, you're not going to run into anybody that looks like her. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's my only argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that that didn't come to fruition. Right. Um, Lucas, what do you have for research? Uh, so Woody Harrelson is a, uh, he's a vegan. He's been vegan for years, strict mm-hmm. vegan. Uh, Twinkies are not vegan. I believe they're made out of like some kind of animal lard or something. If I remember right. I think or so. I mean like eggs in there. Yeah. For the cream. So, um, so they had to make uh vegan friendly Twinkies for him to eat when he finally gets one. Hmm. He only gets the one, though, right? If I, yeah, yeah, he only gets the one. <laughs> I think the rest of them got uh, hit with shotgun pellets. Yeah, uh, when they were at the uh, at, at the end when they uh, the fried Twinkies. Yeah, yeah, they got like they blew open that door with the shotgun, and like the buckshots ended up in the box of Twinkies, and that's all Tallahassee wanted the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so the opening scene, the song was actually originally Michael Jackson thriller. Uh, and they knew it was going to be really expensive to get it, but it just didn't mesh very well with the theme of the movie. Uh, and the director said, quote, and Metallica, we're lucky to have them. And it's fucking amazing to have a zombie movie start with for whom the bell tolls, which is incredible. But yeah, through the process, we tried a million different songs. One of my favorites was Tiny Tim's Tip Tiptoe Through the Tulips, end quote, which is a, if anybody's on TikTok, you've heard it. It's that really creepy song. Well, I had told you too before we started recording that that song is featured in Insidious too. Right, yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't know. I've seen, I've seen Insidious once, but I forgot, you know, obviously that that song was in there. Now what like so that song is like a, it's featured on TikTok a lot. Yeah, people making weird, creepy videos. Really, they use that song. Yeah. Do you know who Tiny Tim is? Have you ever seen a picture of him? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh, he's he's a fucking creepy looking dude. But he also, I don't understand how that song has become like the national anthem for just being super fucking weird. I TikTok does a lot of weird stuff. Justin Bieber song is like a, a trendy song for people shaking their asses with a drone flying around them. So, oh really? Yeah, it's just. Oh yeah, he's weird. 
Is that him? Yeah, that was him. Yeah, that's him. Wow. Yeah, he's he's weird looking. So, Jackson yeah, Ace Researcher. <laughs> Out of ten, he's TikTok's zero. a strange place. Yeah, it sounds like it. I haven't ventured over there. I know somebody was supposed to be in charge of our TikTok and has never done anything but, like, one video off of it. I want TikTok. But it was a good video. I want TikTok. That's true. But also, when you do one video back in May, and here we are almost at the end of the year. Bro, you only have, like, six followers. I will get on on my daughter. It's her fault. Well, I know you went. It's mine. I know you went and got yourself a new job and stuff, so I know yeah, that this new, new baby and all that. Stuff. I know that the the show is slowly going further and further down the totem pole. I mean, it's the quality has gone downhill since you decided to grow up. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I have one more fact for you, son. I might be in the uh, market for new co-host. I think Lucas is going to quit on me before long. Just, I'm just going to walk out. <laughs> it's like, hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Um, Shaun of the Dead, 28 Days Later, and Left for Dead were major influences on the movie. Now, I can see, I can see, like, Left for Dead because, uh, or what was that game that came out for the Xbox 360? It was like a zombie game. Oh. Dead Rising, wasn't it? Dead Rising, yeah. That one, too, just because, like, I know the scene at Pacific Playlands when, like, basically you get, like, Tallahassee just going full badass in the mm-hmm. theme park. That sound, that looks like something you would have seen in that game. That's true. I yeah, I didn't see that that was an inspiration, but I imagine it had to have been. Mm-hmm. That game was amazing, by the way. Yeah, that was a really fun game. That was, like, one of the first games that, like, when I got the Xbox 360 that, like, I went through and, like, because I became one of those achievement guys. I had to get every single achievement possible in a game. And that was yeah. one of the ones that like I strive to get the achievements on. I don't think I did very good on the achievements, but I know I finished the game. So What game? It's called Dead Rising. I never heard of it. A little before your time, son. You pro- you're too young for even the Xbox 360. I just have an Xbox One, though. You do. So that is my facts. All right. Um, I decided to let, uh, young Jackson here. He's not, uh, contributing any research facts. I was like, you know what? Lucas and I got this one handled. He's going to help out with the scenes and stuff though, aren't you? Give me one second. Well, we're just going to move on, man. We we already got plenty of the research done. All right. All right. All right. The, I drink your milkshake award for the best scene of the movie. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up! Jackson, I'm going to let you lead off. What was your favorite scene in this movie? Um, Probably when the fat guy is chased by that pretty chubby zombie. I mean, the dude is pretty fat and so is the zombie. I mean, how did the zombie catch up? I mean, the guy was pretty slow. He's like a jiggle of running down trying to get some candy or something. I mean, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, when the zombie apocalypse happens, sometimes you just need some candy in your life. I guess. I guess so. So that's your favorite scene in the whole movie? Yeah, basically. That's that's the scene that you would rewind over and over again to watch numerous times? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Lucas, what about you, man? What do you guys, your favorite scene of the movie? Uh, my favorite scene is the opening montage with For Whom the Bell Tolls. Uh, yeah, for that one. Go ahead. Go ahead, bud. No, you go ahead. <laughs> um, for one, Metallica is your favorite band, Russ. They are. And so they are not. very highly rated by me. They're in my top five bands of all time. Uh, and that song is just fucking perfect for a zombie movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it is. And that montage, it, like, it gives you a taste of how the movie's going to go, the comedy that's going to be in it, and the violence. Mm-hmm. It's just like it, it's just perfect. Um, one of the honorable mentions I had, though, also was uh, Bill Murray dying. Mm-hmm. That scene cracks me up every time when he just draws out his death for like 10 minutes. Yeah, I love the fact he says that his one regret was Garfield. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that part. Um, I know for me, like, the honorable mention was the whole uh, the sequence in Bill Murray's house. From the time they meet Bill Murray up until Murray's untimely demise. Yeah. I just, I just thought that was so cool. Like, I know at the time, well, I'll get into that a little bit later, but I just thought it was really cool to see, like, a big-time celebrity. I was expecting it to be, like, you weren't going to get to see the person who lived in the house. And then like, Oh shit, it's Bill Murray. Awesome. I thought it was, you know, Bar- I thought the BM stand stand for Bob Marley. I was like, did they really get Bob Marley's house in here? I mean, the dude's dead. I mean, yep. He had, <laughs> he had passed away way before this was even a thought in these guys' head. Yeah. Um, I also had the Pacific playland showdown just because like, Tallahassee is fucking going for it. Like, I do just, like, I'm just going to start just killing fucking people. Right. And I also, like, I love when he locks himself into that, uh, that little, like, what was that, that prize box? Yeah. And he just sits the clips out, and it's like, he's running out. He just, like, puts the guns, like, stomps them oh. in there, and, like, starts firing yeah, again. Yeah. I was like, I hadn't seen that in anything before. I just thought that was so cool. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, of course, where he's riding on that carousel, just mowing him down with that uh, that Uzi. I was like, oh, man, it's so cool. I just love how he just gets so much joy out of just murdering all this. Well, he says in the movie that his mom told him you're eventually going to find something you're good at. And he is. He's he's awesome at killing zombies, so. It's true. We, we should all nice. strive to be that good at doing something. Um, for me though, mine too's the uh, the opening montage sequence. I just you know how much I love a montage. Oh yeah, they're That's, they're awesome. Uh, the montages are your thing. Um, but yeah, then like the fact it's set to Metallica is for whom the bell tolls, which is one of my favorite songs by them. And then just it just kind of gets you like you're in for a, a wild ninety minutes. Yeah, it's just that that whole scene like. Um, when, uh, like he said, the fat guy is being chased, which, by the way, that fat guy is, is killed by uh, Tallahassee in the grocery store by the banjo. Oh, that's him? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow, I didn't even know that. Lucas. Yeah. Coming in with a trivia question bombshell right there. See, I grew up, and then I, I actually started watching the movies and learning stuff and picking out stuff. Yeah, and you're picking and choosing stuff you want to do. Like, you know what? I'm not going to do that movie. So, go find somebody else. I'm not. I'm too good for this. But I think I think the winner's got to be the opening montage sequence because that's just that's so cool. And it, it's even the song sets the right the right tone. I couldn't see Thriller 
especially after this movie, the way it turns out, like Thriller just doesn't work in that spot. I think that would ruin the movie. Yeah, I think so too. So, sorry, my dog is in heat and she has to wear a diaper and she took it off. So, I'm trying to get the diaper back on her. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. If uh, you get anything out of this show tonight, it's going to be that Lucas, his <laughs> dog is in heat. Yeah, please get more of the, out of this episode than that, please. <laughs> um, the I don't like sand, it's coarse and rough award for the worst or most unnecessary scene in the movie. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating. And it gets everywhere. I couldn't really think of anything because this movie is a pretty tight 90 minutes. They don't really waste any time. It's just like they kind of, the story progresses nicely. They don't really waste any time with like a ton of backstory. And even if they do, it's it's very minimal. Like I couldn't really think of anything. As I was thinking about it, I originally didn't write anything, but just the whole, the scene where Columbus is in the bathroom and a clown like appears in his mind underneath the stall. I thought that was really unnecessary. Well, I mean, it's not really a scene though; it's just a moment in within a scene, and that's yeah, that seems very in, like very integral to the rest of the movie because that's when he's going over the rules of Zombie Land, right? Yeah, yeah, where you don't go to the bathroom, but he ended up going to the bathroom because he had Tallahassee outside playing with a. That's not a knife. This is a knife. Oh, dude. Yeah, that that's a fucking knife. That is a knife. It's like, it almost makes me wonder if, like, that he didn't kill Crocodile Dundee at some point. There was a Crocodile Dundee Zombieland crossover somewhere. Oh, man. That sounds like a sci-fi channel movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I think Paul Hogan's still alive. Is he? He's got to be old as shit, right? Oh, I'm sure he is. He's probably in his late 70s, early 80s, I would imagine. I haven't heard anything from Paul Hogan in a long time, so I don't know if he's alive or not. Paul Hogan, if you're listening, I'm sorry if you're alive. I doubt he it. Is, he is, in fact, alive. He's 82 years old. Oh, damn. Born October 8th, 1939. Check me out. I found. I think I found something I'm good at. I can guess people's ages. I should go join the Carney circuit, huh? I found something <laughs> I'm good at. No. You don't want me to be a Carney? I'd win you a really cool prize. You just embarrass me. Well, that's I'm your dad. That's my job. So better get used to it, because it's just going to get worse as you get older. Oh, great. Can't wait for your prom night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll Ooh, we should do the whole, um, like, in reverse, we should do the whole scene. No, we'll do it. We'll do it for your daughter. The scene from... Um, Bad Boys too, Yeah, or the scene, uh, the garage scene in Den of Thieves where uh, Fitty sent. I think I pronounced his name right. Is it 50 or is it Fitty? Fitty. Oh, f- thank Fitty. I'm, I'm, Kid bringing it, the straight fire. Anything today. that has to do with, like, current pop culture, I'm going to, to see to my son. He's probably going to know it better than I do. All right, well, the scene where Fitty sent. Current pop culture. Well, you know. Fitty sent. Fitty is when I became, you know, started becoming like a parent, and it's just like I stopped being cool. What, 50 years old? 
I'm close to I'm close to fifty. Yeah, you're only <laughs> seven years old until you're fifty. I just I can't wait to get my driver's license. Like, how old are you? I'm I'm fifty. I'm fifty years <laughs> By old. By the way, I just saw that scene from Den of Thieves, the one you're talking about. I saw that coincidentally on TikTok. Oh, did you? Yeah, I see, did. that's that's what I want to do. Is like I just want to get a bunch of my big bruising friends in a garage when they go on their prom date, and I'm just gonna give the whole. I've protected my daughter for 16 or 17 years, and I'm giving you that job tonight. Yeah, that scene was awesome. So, Jack, your job, you got to get super swole so you can scare your sister's future prom date, all right? Okay. All right, cool. I'm already Easy s- enough. I'm already swole. Oh, true. Yeah. Got uh, You're not wearing uh, – Lucas isn't wearing his wife beater tonight, so – Oh, man. Can't get the double dip on the gun show. I miss the wife beater. <laughs> Oh, he's still trotting him out, though. <laughs> but I like the Star Wars shirt better. We should get some sun on them arms, buddy. Like, I'm still trying to get my eyes adjusted back to that. Um, Jack, <laughs> did you have any scenes that you didn't like in this movie? Um, Probably when they went to that store and they just destroyed everything. I don't... You've never wanted to go inside of a store and just destroy everything inside of it well yeah i actually have so i'm not encouraging you to do that no i don't I want like you and i to go somewhere and like you just start tipping a bunch of stuff i don't want that to happen you're saying oh, you've man. thought about it i've done it before i rolled over the toilet pooper at the grocery store remember that oh yeah i do remember that when i punched the when i punched the toilet paper and yeah. it just goes tumbling down. Tumbling well, down. you haven't broken thousands of dollars of merchandise. That's that's where I'm focusing my energies. I don't want you to go through a store and just destroy thousands of dollars of merchandise that I will have to pay for. Actually, if I'm an adult, I have to pay for it. Yeah, once you've got a job, you'll be paying for it. But I, I don't want you to do that while you and I are out, okay? I'll break that light over there if you want me to. <laughs> no, I don't want you to. You're not a hooligan. I want to be. Well, I want to be a hooligan. All right. Well, if that's what you, if that's what you think you're going to be good at, I really, really <laughs> need to work on leading you in the right right direction. But there's no that was the scene that you would take out if you were making this movie. Yeah. And then uh, Lucas, she didn't really have anything outside of the clown bit. Nope. All right. Yeah, I kind of agree with Lucas that clown bit. Pretty dumb. I mean, well, I guess I was telling him too, though. Like, I the clown scene is not really a whole scene; it's just part of the rule scene, which is just a brief moment. Well, you know what I mean. All right. Now that we couldn't really agree on anything on that, uh, the King Kong ain't got shit on me award for the best line of the movie. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Uh, Lucas, what do you have? I have uh, when Tallahassee looks at Columbus and he says, you're a fiery little spit fuck, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I love that part. That, that part cracked me up. I laughed probably audibly out loud when I saw that. Mm-hmm. that that's my favorite line in the movie. Yeah, Jack, what do you got, dude? Uh, I probably got when that dude's in the stall and he, the zombie comes over when he hears that noise. I'm... Can I take a dump in peace and then the zombie just comes under and then just eats them alive? Jack, I'm going to give you a piece of parenting advice that once you have kids of your own, that is actually something that any parent will say is, can I take a dump in peace? I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Lucas has been there. 
Oh yeah, I've had to uh, I've had to feed my baby son while taking a dump. <laughs> uh, fun fact: I had got hit with a case of the gurgling guts when Jackson was super little, and I had to take his car seat into a Kroger to avoid <laughs> to avoid shit myself. <laughs> I made sure I used that spacious handicap stall. I, I'm sorry for our, our disabled listeners, but. Oops. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. Um, I have uh, I have an honorable mention first. Is uh, I don't know what this exactly means, but I always thought it was cool where he says, uh, I've beat wholesale ass, ass for a whole lot less. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, like I didn't know that like whole ass could be got at wholesale. <sighs> I don't know. I've never been to Las Vegas. I like. I don't know. There must be like a Costco for that thing, <laughs> or a Sam's Club. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Sam's Club members exclusive price. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, for me, it's the uh, it's time to nut up or shut up. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Just because, like, it's first. It's in the t- uh, the poster. It's at the tagline of the movie. It's kind of a cool uh, life credo to live by too. It's like you know, either do it or. Shut up about it, you know? Yeah. Right. I mean. So that's going to be mine. Well, yeah. Well, which I agree with you on that. I believe that is the best line in the movie. I just went with my favorite line when I said mine. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, because that is the tagline of the movie and everybody, when they say that, you know, it's from Zombieland. You know, I think it had a brief little run as like, you know, people were quoting it too. Like, you know, Zombieland kind of faded a after a while from the, the consciousness of the, the movie going public. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think it had a little bit of a run there for a hot minute. Yeah. Yeah, I think that one's the most iconic line of the movie. Jack, you agree? Yeah, because, I mean, it's the best line of the movie, but that one that I said, I mean, that's pretty good, but it's time to nut up or shut up is pretty cool because it's from Tallahassee and it's, yeah. It's about when they're about to destroy and then when he dings the bell. Yeah. Well, you know what though? One thing you can't you can't say that at school. I know. <laughs> you can't you can't like be in gym class and like one of your teammates isn't doing what they're supposed to. You can't tell them that, okay? Okay. All right. <laughs> um this next award I think is gonna be pretty unanimous. I mean the McLovin Award for the best supporting performance, like I am McLovin. This movie is essentially, essentially like just revolves around the four main leads and zombies. So, um, for me, it's Bill Murray. Um, like if you've seen it more than once, it starts to lose its its effectiveness and how great it was. But like when you see this in a the movie theater, like that is an absolute hoot. When you see like it's actually Bill Murray. Right. Like yeah, that's, it, go ahead. I was just saying, it's probably like one of the, the best, like out of nowhere cameos in movie, like for me in movie history, like it's probably one of my all time top two or three favorites, him actually showing up. And then like, they, of course they, they dabble in the, the wacky tabacky. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like go in ahead. my notes, I wrote, there was only like two bit players. There's actually three. Now that I think about it. Uh, was it, was it three oh four, the girl next door? Oh yeah, her, and then Mike White, who was in a he was Ned Schneebly in School of Rock. 
which I man, School of Rock is one of my favorite movies. Oh, it's it's coming. Um, yeah, I I actually nominated Mike White for this just because we know it's Bill Murray, mm-hmm. but just as like a call out because I thought, you know, anybody who I think anybody could get scammed by a beautiful woman like that, mm-hmm. just because we're all dumb and Emma Emma Stone's really hot. Yeah. So we could all be duped like that. But you yeah, know, it, it's Bill Murray. Yeah. Jack, is that who you had to is Bill Murray? Yeah. Or Bill Murray? Bill Murray. You know, I was researching that uh, that actually Bill Murray wasn't the first choice for this. It was supposed to be Patrick Swayze. Yeah, I saw that too. I thought that was crazy. Yeah, and I guess that they were going to reenact the famous uh, dirty dancing sequence where he lifts Jennifer Grey up in the air and spins mm-hmm. her around. That was supposed to be a thing. His cameo, but this is uh, when Patrick was really sick with cancer and like just couldn't do it. So, yeah, that's unfortunate. He was he was a great actor. He was even better, like dude too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we need to do a Patrick Swayze movie at some point. Roadhouse. I would be down for Roadhouse or Point Break, but Patrick Swayze oh, okay. had a nice little run from about eighty seven to ninety two, I think. He had Dirty Dancing. He had uh, Ghost. Because Ghost Which was those like... Aren't, those two aren't bad movies, but they're not... They're, they have a targeted audience that's not necessarily us. Right, yeah. They don't really appeal to our demographics, so we would probably have to go with... You know I'm going to be down for Point Break. Oh, absolutely. That's one of your favorites. Oh, it? love Point Break. But I would be, I'd be totally cool with uh, Roadhouse, too. Did you know Brad Wesley brought a J.C. Penny to the town? <laughs> so, Jack, you had Bill Murray, too? Yeah, and also a fun fact about Bill Murray. He has six kids, and one of them is named Jackson, which is, I think is pretty cool. Hey, all right. <coughs> Bill Murray knows his stuff. Even more reason why I like him. Same. He knows how to name his kids. Yeah. Um. The Eric Stoltz Award for the performer that you would recast. Um, considering there's only really four main characters in this movie, there, I, this award kind of don't even fucking worry about it tonight. Yeah, I mean, Je- this this role is Jesse Eisenberg playing himself. So I mean, you could have gotten Michael Sarah and you wouldn't have lost anything because I think Jesse Eisenberg <laughs> and Michael Sarah are essentially the same person. They could even be the same person. And nobody would notice the difference either. Nope, you wouldn't notice a single difference. Like, oh, okay. His hair, he's got a haircut. I wonder if the internet at some point is going to do one of those deep fakes and, like, put his Michael Sarah's face on there. Yeah, you seriously would not. Like, it. they play the same character in it. Yeah. Well, that's kind of Jesse Eisenberg's thing. Mm-hmm. Even when he plays Lex Luthor, he played Jesse Eisenberg trying to be <sighs> evil. That... Lex Luthor is fucking rough. Like that. Not a yeah. fan of that. I could have thought yeah, of a it's... thousand other people they could have gotten before him to play Lex and that, but Jack, is there anybody yeah. that you would change in this, like actor wise? Oh, uh, probably not. Yeah, I mean there's not really, it's just the four people, really. Yeah, it's just basically Tallahassee, Columbus, Lorock, and uh Wichita. Now, you could probably make a case for two. There's some people you would change, but not one. 
No. It's a four-horse race, so we don't need to nominate anybody for this one. Um, do you guys have any unsolved mysteries? Do you need answers? I do. Join me. Perhaps you may be able to help solve a mystery. Okay, Lucas, I'll let you go first. Uh, it's more of like a life question, just because of the last, we're, we're almost coming up on two years now of COVID-19. Um, would would people uh, welcome a zombie movie like this at the beginning of the pandemic when it was all, like, we, we didn't know what COVID-19 was. We didn't know if it turned you into a zombie. Well, some people think the vaccine will turn you into a zombie, too. That's true. I'm waiting for it to do that to me. It hasn't yet, but... No, the only thing it's uh, uh, it, with the, the vaccine and me is just... Uh, I've noticed my cell phone reception's better. <laughs> it's a good thing they put that extra Wi-Fi in there. Yeah, the, the, the Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi. But we're not gonna get um, we're not gonna get political because, truth be told, I'm too stupid to talk about shit like that anyway. So, and I just get mad. So, um, oh, so, so yeah, would <laughs> would people would they feel differently now than they would in the beginning of the pandemic either about zombie movies? Would they would they welcome them as much? I think they would welcome them more now than they would in the beginning. But do you think in the beginning of the pandemic people would have necessarily wanted zombie movies like this? Well, I mean, I think with zombie movies, it I mean, still, for the most part, it's kind of escapism, like the movies are. But I also think uh, the zombie trend, like, because I know this is kind of like this movie kind of came out in that, that apex of zombie movies when, like, that trend started becoming super popular because it's like The Walking Dead was short, shortly thereafter, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the... Uh, but World War Z, they had like the video games. They have like that Will that Will Smith movie where the dog dies, and we hate that movie now. Yeah, I, I don't like that, that movie. dog dies. Yeah, that dog is awesome. Um, but yeah, I I think now it just wouldn't be popular because I think the zombie trend is kind of burned out right now. You know. Yeah, well, I think The Walking Dead probably killed it. Yeah, because what there's like two or three different versions of The Walking Dead. I. Uh, yes, maybe. I don't know. I I quit watching it after season three or four. Yeah, like we did too. Like we just stopped watching it. I think when they went to their hiatus, because they always stopped in like late October. They came yeah. back in January. I just, we just never picked it back up. Yeah, it, got, it, it was too many episodes. That's what made, I think, I think some like a lot of shows, what makes them special is they're short when you start expanding them out to like 24 episodes, then uh, it's too many. Well, I thought they were just 12 though, right? They were 12, but they like, I think they expanded it out more than that. Oh, really? I didn't know Like that. 18 and all that stuff. I have no idea. My Alexa just started talking to me and now I'm freaked out. Oh, yeah? yeah. I didn't know you were bringing a special guest on tonight. <laughs> Neither did I. Surprise. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, Jack, do you have anything you want to... Any mysteries you want to... Um, I only wonder how the virus started. Like, did it come out of, like, a lab or... Well, they, they briefly mentioned uh, <laughs> that it was, what, tainted meat? 
Yeah. Yeah. Bad cow disease. Yeah. 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 So basically, like people were eating bad, bad meat, and it was causing them to get sick. Yeah. So. Yeah, they they kind of answer that one in the movie. That's a good question, though. Yeah. Makes me wonder, like, huh? What do you got? Anything? Oh no, there was nothing that I had. It's just. I kind of look at this movie as like, you know what? I'm not going to bother to question anything in this movie because it's just like, it's a fun 90 minutes, so. That's true. So it's not like JFK where like, you know, why did Oliver Stone think this is going to happen? And Why did Oliver Stone change history to make people angry at, and make it an even more controversial topic? Um, I don't know, but uh, JFK, movie's fucking awesome. Yeah. It is a good movie. I'll watch the shit out of that movie. Awful, but yeah, as I say, movie. if you're looking for that movie to be a history lesson, don't bother. Read a book. But for pure entertainment value, that movie fucking brings it. It's true. Um, yeah, I didn't really have anything. I mean, like, yours was pretty good. Uh, but I don't think, like, the pandemic would really, like, alter, like, or, like, pe- make people accept zombie movies less. I just think that the trend right now is kind of starting to get burned out, you know, people are getting burned out on it just because there's so yeah. much content with zombies for, like, the last 10 or 12 years. That, I mean, it's just like anything else. There's, like, an ebb and a flow. Like, superhero movies, I think, are eventually going to start kind of dying out here at some point. Not die out, but just become less popular. And Like, zombie movies are the same way. Like, the R-rated comedy was the same way. It kind of fizzled out after a while. So, just, like, with anything, people just get tired of seeing it and... Pandemic and then it'll come or no? Back in a few years. <laughs> yeah, give it about ten or twelve years, and like somebody will make a really cool zombie comic book or a movie or a show, and then like zombies will be cool again. All right. Well, the last award of the movie is the "I'm the King of the World" award for who wins the movie. I'm the King of the World. And Jack, I will lead off with you. Who wins this movie for you? Tallahassee, hundred percent. Oh, uh, Woody Harrelson. Yes, definitely. Why? <laughs> Why Woody Harrelson? Well, because he's like basically the main character of the thing, but briefly it's well, basically the main character is Columbus, but that dude's kind of lame, honestly. I mean, Woody Harrelson is freaking <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so you're you're telling this is like if you were in a zombie apocalypse, that's who you'd want to be as Tallahassee. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he is pretty cool. <clears throat> Lucas, what about you? Who wins this movie for you? Um, I think we're all unanimous in this. That's Woody Harrelson. But I would also like to give a shout-out to Jesse Eisenberg. Mm-hmm. Because this, I mean, he, he did The Social Network, and he was nominated for an Oscar, but nobody remembers him for that movie. <laughs> what? Yeah, in my opinion, nobody. Like, if you ask about a Jesse Eisenberg movie, I think they're going to say Zombieland first. Before social network, Lucas, that's a very interesting take. Think so? Oh, I know so. Uh, I I think the social network is probably at least one of the five best movies of the decade. And yeah, but but when you think of Jesse Eisenberg, do you think of that movie? Yeah, I think of him as Mark Zuckerberg first. Hmm. Easily, like I mean, I know Zombieland's great. I love that movie, but if Somebody asked me name one Jesse Eisenberg movie. I'm going to name the Social Network first. Yeah, well, maybe maybe this is just my take then. Actually, I always when I see a picture of Mark Zuckerberg, I always like that looks nothing like Jesse Eisenberg. 
<laughs> and it's actually like the one role that he does where he's not like that neurotic. That neurotic type. He's kind of like a dickhead in that person. movie. So he plays against, yeah. t- uh, you know, type for the most part. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, like probably his best acting that he's done. Yeah, I mean, like the zombie movie, the Zombieland movies are fun. I love both of them. The sequel, it's not quite as good as the first one, but it's still really good. But yeah, like the Social Network, that'd be the one movie I would. Well, I'm not saying that this movie is his best acting. I'm just saying, like for the casual, I think more people would, in my opinion, would point to Zombieland first with him. You know what? I'm going to put that up on the socials and see if anybody votes on it. I highly doubt it because no one ever interacts with us on our social medias. That's true. Because we only have eight people listen to our show. But 26. Oh, 26. I forgot. 27. Okay, yeah, Jack listens to it too, so 27. Oh, there you go. Um, but, uh, that, that, I was going to say Jesse Eisenberg um, just, as a, just as a differing opinion. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think this really kick-started his career. Now, that I will agree with. He, he starts to become more prominent after this movie. Because this movie was a, a box office hit, so it probably got him a lot more roles than he would have normally gotten. But yeah, although I, did Superman Returns come? That came out in two thousand six, right? Yeah, he's not in Superman Returns though. Which one is he in? Is Lex? He's Luthor? in ba- Batman versus Superman. Oh, okay. That's well uh, after that. Yeah, I, they both they run together. Neither one of them was really that great. So, nah, not really. Which is a shame because I really like Henry Cavill as Superman, and I like, you know how I feel about Batfleck. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I would so say yeah, Jesse Eisenberg, but it, it's Woody Harrelson because it revived his career completely. Yeah, Woody Harrelson was not real. What I mean, what else was he in around this time? Well, while uh, I'm discussing it, I'm going to look his IMDb up here. Um, All right. You know, like I would say it's Woody Harrelson wins this movie too. Um I think for the most part in the in a zombie apocalypse, most people would want to be Tallahassee, but I have a feeling that they would probably be more like Columbus. You kind of do what you do to survive, but you're not going to be like super cool about it. I know I wouldn't be. Oh no, but I then again, I've gotten fat again, so uh, rule number one, cardio. My fat ass is getting eaten. It's like right at the beginning anyway. Well, I would, Lucas, you're not fat. I, you know, husky, maybe. <laughs> isn't, that a, isn't that a nice way of saying fat? That's a nice way of saying you're fat to like a, a child. <laughs> uh. Uh, let's see. No, he was in No Country for Old Men. He was in Semi-Pro, the Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, well, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, no, well, like, Larry Flint was just like, no, that was 96. Yeah, that's way, that's way, 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 way after that. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of right. He was kind of... Kind of wasn't in anything super memorable up until this, outside of No Country for Old Men and Semi-Pro. So he helped uh, the Flint Tropics win the Flint-Michigan Mega Bowl. 
That's true. He did. With a with an alley oop, right? Foul. Double foul. You know, I didn't really like that movie, so I don't know. <laughs> you could have told me that like he could have told me he fouled somebody and like they missed their uh free throws. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's exactly how that ended. I remember that movie for two things. Laughing my ass off when they were talking about an alley oop because they said it's a foul, a double foul. They don't know what they've never seen that. Like that's gotta be Ill- illegal. And the bear running around the arena because they brought it in as the mascot or something like that. I think for me, the one thing that I will I will remember is the Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl because I think me and my brother refer to any any event possible as the Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl. Like, hey, we're going to <laughs> we're going to eat at Subway. Like, oh shit, it's the Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl. <laughs> that's all. That's perfect. Um, yeah, I mean, for me too, it's Woody Harrelson wins this movie. Uh, yeah, like I said, like. He would be the guy that everybody dreams of being in a zombie apocalypse, but they're not going to be that guy. And plus, like the him and Jesse Eisenberg, their chemistry is impeccable. Like both of them together work fantastic together. Even in the second one, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Like about that is the fact that like you know that movie came out ten years after the first one, and it's like they didn't even miss a beat. They're still just as good together as they were in the first one. Yeah, some people just have that chemistry. Mm-hmm. Me and you. Yeah, even though I zone out when you speak. But <laughs> 10 years later, you know, after I quit, 10 years later when I come back, it'll just be like riding a bike. Yeah, exactly. Although I'm sure it'll be like we're we're diving into like TV shows at that point. <laughs> All right. Well, Jack, before we wrap this up, do you have anything you want to add? Uh, No, not really. Besides sitting over there farting while we're talking? Yeah. All right. Yeah, like we were talking. I just heard him rip one like three different times. Oh, yeah. I, I think that came through the mic. I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> well, this episode is going to be presented in Smell-O-Vision. <laughs> 4D. Um, Lucas, do you have anything you want to? Uh, no, I I just... Uh, this, this movie made me look at, like, for whom the bell tolls and even a, a different way, mm. even cool, making that song even cooler. Right. And I definitely recommend people, uh, buy this or rent it, watch it. And the second one. Cause I think they're, I think they're both pretty good. Yeah. You could probably catch them on sale too, considering that like a lot of the digital uh, services usually run sales on their like horror spooky stuff. So it is spooky season. It is. It's what I hear. Um, and like, we've got uh, the rest of this month is going to be Halloween themed movies. So that is correct. We got planned. Uh, we don't divulge what we got planned until the end of the show. Oh, okay. So, but uh, I don't really have anything to add. I just think this is a really cool movie. Uh, it's one of those like movies that like it flies by super fast too. So those are always really good when like movies like they don't bog themselves down too much with like backstory and like plot just it's a zombie movie super fun great cast cast like all four of the the leads work well together so i i i'm with you like this is probably like this and Shaun of the dead would be a hell of a double feature if you're just sitting at home one night and you want to watch something like halloween related but like not too too intense yeah, not not horrifying. Yeah, but you know, easy going and 
you could still consider it a Halloween movie. Yeah. Well, Jack, hey, thanks for hopping on, man. It was a good choice tonight, dude. Yeah, no problem. All right, even though you've been... see you, uh, bro Tato Tot. Yeah. Yeah, see you. <laughs> uh, um, we'll have to get your shirt made at some point when we get more than, like, eight or ten listeners. We have to make sure we can sell it. Listen to the show, please. There we go. I need a Brotato Tot shirt. If anything, I mean, people, why would you ignore the, the please of a 10-year-old child? Please, please, please. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that wraps up this week's episode. Uh, catch us next Monday. So until next Monday, we will see you guys later. And that's going to wrap up this week's episode of the Couch Potato Podcast. Lucas, what do we got on tap for next Monday? Well, we did a coin flip, and we decided that it's going to be Beetlejuice. Yeah, I know that this has been a kind of a sticky subject. We originally were going to do Hocus Pocus, and uh, Shaun of the Dead came up. I figured two comedy zombie movies in two weeks is a bit much, so we decided on Beetlejuice, which is a Halloween Classic, so I think uh, that ought to be a good one. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so, yep, uh, next Monday, Beetlejuice. In the meantime, please check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're always on social media. Love for you guys to interact with us. Uh, if you listen to us on Apple, please leave us a review. Five-star would be awesome. I mean, I'll be your friend if you do. Uh, yeah, that's I've gotten to that point now where I'm offering my friendship, which hey guys take it from me. I've been friends with him since 2004. It's a good deal. It's a good gig. Yeah, it's just like getting a free it's like getting a free sandwich from Wendy's. <laughs> hey Wendy's, you want to give us free sandwiches? Oh, that, well, I'm sure if we put something on the socials with Wendy's, they'll probably just roast us. So true. I'm staying away from Wendy's. Uh, but, yeah, please check us out uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us an awesome review on Apple if you listen to us on that. And please interact with us on our social, me- social media sites. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. So until next Monday, we will talk at you guys later. Deuces. <laughs>